It always been complicated for me to introduce myself to other people because I'm not a conversation starter, but I do want to welcome you to Minding My Images, the podcast. And me being dumbfounded, you know what I'm saying? At that moment in time, like, um, I know something, I know what I don't like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But what you don't like doesn't equate to your triggers emotionally and mentally, you know what I mean? What you don't like is something that you just simply don't like, and that could just be on the surface. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, um, one, shout out to God, because he will use people. I don't even know why I asked you that question. Like, what's your triggers? I just knew. I don't even know why. I knew why we had the call, but I was like, I just felt the need to have the call, like to have it so that we can come to an understanding. Um, But he knows how to use all things and really make it work out for people's good. Um, Because I had no idea that it it would even impact you that way. I just wanted to come to a better understanding of my brothers and really know if there's anything going on with you all that you know that I could help with I would right because it's 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 not my responsibility if I don't know anything but once I know it's now my responsibility and I didn't want you all to walk around with problems or triggers or anything going on in your life that I was unaware of and could be possibly contributing to if I don't know about it. Like one thing for you um, that is opposite of me is that you are super punctual, right? Like you got, you, one of your triggers is like people being late. I'm late all the time, right? <laughs> but now it wasn't, it wasn't my thing. It wasn't my problem to cater to that if I didn't know that about you. Now in my observation, I kind of figured that out. But once you verbally said it and I continue to do something, especially when it pertains you, if I continue to show up late, especially the events that matter to you, I'm now showing that I don't care nothing about what you just said to me. You know what I mean? So in my mind, now it's, it's my responsibility to at least consider those things when I do them. So like asking about your triggers helped me to understand. All right, cool. I Like I still got the notes right here in front of me, like of both of y'all when y'all said different things because it's going to help me to reprogram my brain. Anybody I'm dealing with that I love, that I care about, if I'm dealing with you on a regular basis, I want to understand you. I got observation is one thing, but then sometimes I need to have a conversation to confirm my observation because that's going to help to make sure that what I'm seeing is not an assumption, it's actually the truth of whatever whatever I saw or whatever I assumed. Um, so now it's concrete evidence of how I need to work with you, how I need to be with you and 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 relate to you. Um, but yeah, that that had to be God that, that orchestrated that and, and caused your mind to even think back on the conversation and say, hey, bring it up to Angie and say, hey, you know, this is what we will say. And then you kind of went from there and then took the initiative to go and see a therapist. And I think that's that's super important because sometimes, again, people can, you know, be told something's on their face and then you just be like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> or, or they take shots back at you. Yeah. So oh, you, oh. You got this. Yep. Like, yeah. Defensive. And I, I've been known to do that. You know what I mean? Like, because it's, it's, I just took it as who I am. And if anything, what you did 
and you thanking us. But I, I just want to thank you because now you it's like a ripple effect. It's like we gave you something that called you to do something and seek more help. And in reading, like I'm like Reg, like when you start reading off the list, I'm like, hold up, what? Wait a minute, I I got some of those things. Um, some of those things. Now I'm not saying that that's uh you know what I'm diagnosed with or what I will be diagnosed with. What I'm what I'm saying is it's that initiative that you took is causing me to think a little more about things that I chalk up just to be you know who I am. Um, because like when I come with stuff like if people come to me like direct about stuff i get a little on the defensive like hold up what, what you mean what you mean by that <laughs> and i i want to i want to defend me i want to defend my personality but um that that isn't the best response the response is to be open right it's to receive what's being said to you and then like figure out all right what do i do with this new information mm-hmm. that was just presented to me and then consider who's presenting the information that's the important thing Sometimes yeah. we forget that. We forget who's bringing the information. Like, yo, I'm not your enemy. I'm, right. I'm trying to help you. I'm your brother. I'm your, you know, your friend. Like, I'm just trying to help. I'm not trying to make I'm you brother. feel bad. I'm, I'm trying your, to break you I'm down. Your brother. I'm your brother. I'm your family member. I'm your spouse. Like, yeah. you, know, you know, like, I mean? people just take it negatively. Yeah. And, you know, like, like I said, you got to analyze who's saying it mm-hmm. and, and how they're saying it. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, like you said, man, it's, it's a defense mechanism that's built into a lot of people. Um, instead of just appreciating the person for their honesty, you know, a lot of people like a lot of people like comfortable lies. Oh you man, know? like, and I've learned that you know, in order to really grow, in order to really advance in this life and in different areas and different areas in your life, is you have to be willing to accept those uncomfortable truths and just grow from them. That's facts right there. I think it also it takes a little bit of just like vulnerability. I mean, like like y'all was saying um, saying earlier, it's kind of hard for a man to come off as vulnerable. You know, you don't want to see like yourself is not at your your apex state of being that person, that provider or that keeper or whatever. Um, because easily, you know, a lot of people are cater to females, you know what I'm saying, with their feelings and everything. With a man, we have to get over it. Like Reg was saying, we have to get over it and grow from it, like, as soon as possible. Um, although, otherwise, we got issues or whatever. And that's not the case because, hey, they was made from our ribs, so we got, we they was made from our ribs, then we, we, we are like, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> so, and their so their emotions important, and especially in the era of equality, our emotions should be very as, as important as well. Um, so I think it's um it's very important for us to you know even now moving forward, I think that I would have to make um if not quarterly assessments of myself. I mean, so I would say the same like to anybody that's listening, whatever. Um, do assessments of your own self mm-hmm. ask those around you how uh, you know how do you see is it anything out of the odd yeah how do you see me like Gerard said um just observe and then like i i don't know if you you and it ain't nothing funny about it just like i don't know if you see me out here if i'm moving out here moving differently or what have you um and if i am tell me you know, accountability, and that helps to keep you accountable, for not just for your actions, but the actions of those around you, because now you're building up a level to your relationship. Um, 
And I think this took our relationship um, to another level. You know what I'm saying? Because now I feel even more comfortable to opening it up than I probably ever would have before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, because, you it's know. It's a safe space. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Yeah. That's, that was the goal, man. It was, it was always to be a safe space. And I think that might have been, like, part of my reason. But again, like, I don't fully understand the reasoning for why I felt so compelled to have that meeting that day. Um, and we talk all the time, but, like, I wanted to specifically talk about us. Like, what, you know, what, what is it about you and all these different questions that I had? Um, and have us go around the room to talk about, you know, what our expectation. And we were talking about business, but I think some of the questions just went into you as a person because the business is what it is. But at the end of the day, we're individual people and the individual people make up the business. So I need to know about the person that I'm working with and we know each other on a personal level. Um, but we, we it was some levels that we hadn't gone to. And I think it's some levels that we ain't even get to yet that we'll eventually get to. Um, this is probably like the first layer, really, or the second layer, actually. Um, and I think the more we have conversations like this, the deeper the relationship gets, right? And the more we can actually contribute to each other and actually help each other. Because that's the, that's the goal. The goal is just to be better, right? Um, and everything that we do, and to have us a, a place that that we can go to, like we had this before, we were like about you know probably 12, 11, 12 years ago, um, we had something similar, but we were focusing more on spiritual matters, right? We would just like have mm-hmm. prayer calls and like Bible studies or Bible whatever. Studies. Yeah. yeah. So, and we gonna we gonna get back to that, but I think to me this is more impactful right because it's not that we don't know who god is but it's like now you get in this you seeing god work right and the bible study is great because we can you know we talk about the bible but like we still didn't talk about the person like who am i talking to right now like who am i studying the bible with right now are they okay on a physical level like mental level spiritual level um instead of just trying to come for one conjoint goal um, this is is probably something that we ain't even consider when we rejoin. And I don't even remember when it happened, like when we started clicking again. Um, but I'm glad it did. And I, I can again, like shout out to God because he literally put he put us in situations um, where we, you know, experienced life in different ways and had different things happen to us. And we were um, at a point where we would kind of keep up with each other but we weren't really like talking like as often and then to bring us back together with all of these new life experiences uh, within a 10 year gap it's like man like we we we've experienced life and we have different perspectives that we can bring but we also um have found i i've found that i've i need to hear from y'all like I need to know, you know, what's going on, and I need to just be able to have a space that I can come like this, like talking to y'all. I, I feel I'm good. Like Denise, no, if I'm yeah. talking to y'all, oh yeah, he talking, he talking to Reggie and Lamar. He good. Like he, she knows that I'm good. I'm not gonna be. I had calls when I'm getting on the call. I'm stressed out by the time the call's over. Like I'm just done. I don't even want to talk to these people. But when I talk to y'all, I can feel. I know something's gonna happen like we gonna have like some type of breakthrough or understanding or if anything like we just chop it up 
you know, and this is a laugh, you know what I mean? And then I'm cool. And I think that's important. That's going to be great for uh, as you move forward. But again, um, for things like this, it's, it's important that we are open and transparent with each other. And we are constantly um, evaluating the person, right? And the only way to know if you've fallen off is if we know what your benchmark is, right? So we know what your standard is. So that means who you're dealing with right now in their best space, right? And, and what would be their, I guess your, again, it would be your standard, right? So if I see you deviating from that, I'm gonna let you know. And some of the things that we often do, even with our work, we like, yo, I need, I need honest criticism about this. Like, because right. before I put this in front of the world, like I need y'all to tell me if it's jacked up or not. Yeah. And things like that are like, that's a, that's a, an introduction to how we need to operate. But that probably needs to be us across the board, not just with our work, but like with us, like before I present me to the world, I need to know, like, is there anything about me that I probably need to think about? Like, I probably need to reconsider because I don't want to present this version of me to the world if it ain't what I believe it is in my mind. Because sometimes we can have a, a understanding or a belief about our life or who we are, and it ain't really what's presented. No, for sure. So I, I think all of these things are great, man. Um, can you tell us mm-hmm. what you, like what steps you did um, to actually get going with a therapist? Like, what did you do? Well, I had to do, uh, that's a good question. And I had to do uh, some questionnaires, right? And they just want to know basically what's your level at? And, you know, of course they want to know, uh, are you thinking about harming yourself or those, anybody around you and everything like that? Um, and basically, how are you feeling? Are you sleeping? Do you have a lack of energy? Are you a lack of motivation? Um, and it's basically for them, basically to check your temperature. And then they mm-hmm. go, they review that questionnaire, and then they talk about your. Uh, they ask questions in regards to um, your your stature, or what I mean by that is like, are you married? Are you single? You have kids? What's your religion? Um, because all these things play a factor, you know. I think everything that we do in life it has some type of level of expectation, and those expectations can constantly weigh people down. Um, but beyond that, they ask you, you know, are you doing any like substance abuses, anything like that? Um, whether you smoke, you drink, you do any drugs, um, uh, are you employed? How's your work environment? Um, how's your home environment? And in a nutshell, that's basically it, you know, with that questionnaire. And then, of course, like with anything, you get like some type of assessment or grade on it or what have you. And that's how they move forward on knowing how to have a starting point with you. And so that's, that's that was my initial meeting. And from the initial conversation, it was basically like, OK, these are some of the things that I'm, I see that might be an issue with you. And we're going to have to dive in a little bit more to try to figure out um, the levels of what you trigger or what may result in for this disorder or this condition to take place in your, in your life now. So that's the initial point that, that takes place. So it's nothing to be, I would say this, it's nothing to be 
um, nervous or scared about because without a starting point, you would never know where to begin. Mm-hmm. And and that was my that was my, and that was my beginning experience. And my beginning experience was uh, it was nice and pleasant. You yeah. know, of course you're going to leave. You of course you going into it. You might feel um, nervousness. You might feel some anxiety because you're looking at the situation like I don't want to be judged. Mm-hmm. But without going through that process, you will never know where you're at and i feel that it has that initial process is the initial step of vulnerability and opening up um and one of the things that have really caught my attention at first i laughed it i laughed at it um but my therapist um she kept mentioning um thank you for sharing hmm. and i everything that i was everything that i was uh everything that i was saying and it, I was like, man, she keeps saying that. Y'all, that y'all like kind of funny. <laughs> but at the end, I felt everything that I was saying was being validated. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. It felt appre- like truly appreciated that I was like opening up like that. So it became more fluid for me to open up. And if anybody that knows me, I'm not one to be an open book uh, to anybody. Yeah, and and that's just a hundred percent facts. I just um I grew up in that era with like what happens in this household stays in this household. So mm-hmm. that became part of my who I am as a person. Whether it's me, you know, like Red said before, you know, as a man, you ain't supposed to be emotional. You pull the chalk that up and keep going. So moving, yeah, yeah. So I mean, still a lot of people that operate like that. What happens in this house stays in this house. Um, no, for sure. And, and one thing I want to say. I do think that's dope that your therapist, your therapist, your counselor, she was like, thank you for sharing. Because now you as a, you as a man, you as a father, you as a husband, you know, whenever you have tough conversations, you can be like, thank you for sharing. And that can be a way for you to roll that over into your personal life and show them that, hey, I appreciate you coming to me with this. And it could lead to, you know, deeper and and better conversations. I agree hundred percent. I agree. I agree hundred percent with that, and I'm definitely going to take that and utilize it because um, it's only going to benefit. It's going. It's going to benefit me, but it's also going to benefit you. And um, so, Rich, thank you that for sharing back, that. Yes, that goes. That goes back to what we were saying earlier. Um, you helping yourself first, so you can revive others around you. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like. That's just that just ties directly into that, and you know, no, it's no problem, man. You know, I'll share. You know, I'm an open book, man. Like, you know, because one thing I I used to be the type, well, specifically, um, like I've seen since like 2019, like therapy become like something that people openly talk about because people you didn't used to hear about people talking about going to therapists or counselors or anything like that. Um, so this is something that is truly groundbreaking um, for where we are right now at this point in time. Um, and, and I think it's dope because, you know, you know, even if it's not for you, go for someone else, you know, um, and then you you still get something from that experience just from being there with them. And so, but yeah. Yeah, man, this is... Um definitely something that uh i think needs to be talked about more often um 
yeah, I'm, I mean, I appreciate you bringing it up. Appreciate you being transparent. Um, and if anything, you just, you kind of kick the door open or kick it down. I would say the door was always open, right? But now there is no door uh, when it comes to uh, us being transparent in this group. Um, therapy has been, uh, is, is now no stigma. I would say very little stigma. I wouldn't say no mm-hmm. stigma because I ran across a post where a guy was talking about he had went to a therapist and then like I mean they the guys were like tearing him down in the comments and it was crazy yeah. to me. I said what like what are y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. It's like the moment he said my therapist told me he's like what you're not in tune with yourself to know that you have this problem you need a therapist to tell you and I'm like that gotta be I I guarantee you like all those people making the comments are people that struggle with mental disorders and don't even know it. People that need to be. You know I mean? They need to see a therapist. And they out here probably bleeding on everybody all because they just don't understand them enough to have a second vantage point because guess what? I can't see my face. (laughs) (laughs) If if, if you ask me, hey, what's on your face? I don't know. You tell me. Like, I can't see me. You got to tell me. I need somebody else to tell me what's on me unless I have a mirror. But I'm not always near a mirror, so I'm I'm relying on people, especially people that love me, to tell me when I don't look right. You know yeah. what I mean? My biggest pet peeve is, like, having something on me or on my face, and then I walk around all day, and I happen to look in the mirror, and I'm like, yo, I was with you all day, and you ain't telling me I had this in my beard or, you know, in my my eyebrow wasn't right, my hair wasn't brushed. Like, you didn't say anything. Um... I feel that way about everybody because I feel like if you love me, you're going to tell me when I, I'm jacked what's the, up. What's the biggest thing, like, in, in high school, we was, like, Joan or whatever, but, like, having a booger or something in your nose, you know what I'm hey. saying? Like, you ain't like, going to say nothing? You ain't going to say nothing. You want to make a joke about it, but you ain't going to tell me that I got it so I can go and fix it. Now, if you tell me and I don't fix it, man, That's on me. me up. Like, I mean, That's just on me. get it. Because I, I made, that was on me. But, like, it's on you for not telling me, especially mm-hmm. as somebody that yeah, I, I call friend or I call brother, sister, mother, whatever. Like, tell me when I'm not right and then let me fix it. And then if I don't fix it, then, you know, again, like Ray said, it's on me. But um, I think therapy is 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 important. Um, it's not a, a woman thing. And I think it's important. You mentioned something, uh, Ray's like, I mean, uh, L, you mentioned something about um, our wives being our ribs and, um, you know, spouses being a rib and the things that they feel are also things that we feel too, right? And that's important that because woman, biblically speaking, woman came from one of man's ribs. Mm -hmm. We got 24 of them. Mm -hmm. So that means that you came out of me and only one of what you pulled out of me became this feminine person which means that I still maintain a lot of the feelings that you have and mm, probably maybe more, even more even more that's what I'm getting at because mm. I'm like if I got 24 ribs and you came from one then that's it's more of me it's more of what's in you in me than it is in you Right, what you have is all of who you are, but like I mean, I feel some of those same feelings probably more intense than you. But mm-hmm. again, we've been conditioned um to just let the the ma- and I've been hearing the term masculine energy and feminine energy. I try to stay away from like little like terms that just float around, but 
Um, man, men have it hard because we have to balance those two things because mm-hmm. both of those things reside in us. And but we have we is not common to deal with your feelings because it's considered like a feminine trait. Talk mm-hmm. about your feelings, feminine trait. Like you, you, you can't do that because now it, it's it's taboo, or well, now it's not as taboo as it as it was, but it's taboo for men to talk about that because that's a quote unquote woman's thing. But again, in order for me to be the best man, to stand flat footed and be able to uh, lead and guide and give advice and have all this wisdom, I gotta have a place that I can just 